Jesus, please come and save me from myself. I need you as my Savior. That's what young Tanya Tasha Baskalova said, this lovely 10-year-old girl, because of your generosity of brothers and sisters like you, we were able to send a group of Gideons to visit them in the Ukraine, a 250-bed children's hospital. They were able to spend time with these children, take them through passages in the Bible, and witness to them, and eventually, young Tasha gave her life to Christ. But that's not the rest of the, now the rest of the story. The sad thing is, oh, it's gone on? Can you still hear me? I've been, they say I don't have an inside voice. We're green. That's her fault. <laughs> now the rest of the story. It turns out that Chenovici, Ukraine, is 30 miles from Chernobyl. And if you remember 1985, that had that horrible nuclear disaster. Well, these second-generation children, two out of every five of those children have life-threatening diseases. So this um, hospital is also a research facility. And she gave her heart to Christ. Now, Proverbs says, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Well, young Tasha she never got to grow old because the Gideons find out that they visited her in September and she passed away before Christmas. But I don't claim to know when the age of reasoning is, but I do rejoice that we were able to give her the word of God, have her commit her life to Christ, and take away any doubt. Amen? The Gideons are business and professional men all members of churches just like this. Okay, just go two slides. Members of churches just like this who are dedicated to uh, spreading the gospel by distributing the word of God. Now, just like he told you, everybody knows us from hotels and motels. But do you know that's only 2%? of the Bibles that we distribute? 2%. We're, we're targeting, we pray every Saturday that by 2020, we're going to be distributing 120 million Bibles every year. Now, we, I will tell you that since the Gideon started, we've distributed over 2 billion Bibles. Now, in this day and age, we didn't, we're not so enamored with the numbers anymore because we hear billions and we hear trillions and quadrillions and gazillions. Now, okay, I made the last one up. But the bottom line is, to put it in perspective, we distribute two Bibles worldwide every second. With the number that we give out in, 19, in 2016, we're giving away two Bibles every second. That means a little more, doesn't it, than just a number. 
We like to say we distribute Bibles on the highways and byways of life. We do hospitals, uh, schools, the service, the police, the fire. In, this, in our camp, we have 18 different fire stations. I know because I went to every one of them. We, we go to uh, lawyers' offices, doctors' offices. We go to the colleges and the universities. Everywhere that we can uh, distribute God's word, we're looking for those opportunities. Now, uh, I'm sorry, we have, I, my, the slides aren't working, but we are in over 200 countries, and we distribute God's word in over 95 different languages, so that we really have worked hard to be able to get the word of God out to these individuals. Now, Isaiah 55:11 says, So shall the word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Now, I was hoping, oh, there we go. Praise God. You know what you're seeing here? I'm claiming that this is a miracle. Because you know where this young lady's from? China. She lives in China. She's holding a Bible freely without fear, a Bible that was printed in China. Now, I know I've been with my brothers and Gideon brothers and sisters, and we have prayed for missionaries in China who were uh, under the threat of death just a short while ago. We don't even understand why the Chinese council has been so gracious to the Gideons because we're actually in China printing and distributing Bibles as an exception to their laws. That's a miracle, brothers and sisters. I, we think that's just so exciting. We're so, we just got so fired up about this. China is a magnificent place. It's such a dynamic place. There has been Christianity in China for hundreds of years. Did you know that? Missionaries have been coming there forever. And even the communist government, they tried to stamp them out, but you can't. You can't. Now, governments that don't listen to God, they're, you, know, you know they're going to be doomed because first they encouraged everybody in China to have as many children as they can. And then what happened? They couldn't feed them. Now they're trying to limit them to only having one child. You know what? If you try to have a country that doesn't want anything to do with God, you can just best get used to a failure because it's not going to happen. Now, I got something to confess. I read that there is more Christians in China than there are in the United States. And that hurt my soul. Because I wanted the United States of America to be the most Christian country on the planet. But I'll tell you what happened. God's Spirit came on me and just said, Jeff, stop. What are you doing? And then he let me see. If we saved everybody in the United States, that's like 350 billion people, 350 billion people uh, as an estimate, and then we saved that many in China, you know what it means? That means there's a billion Chinese that would not know God at all, never be exposed to Jesus Christ. 
So you're never, I can tell you right now, you're never too old to get a spiritual spanking when God wants you getting in line. And I know I'm old because my granddaughters tell me all the time they gave me a shirt that says, played with dinosaurs. But that's not true. It was my mother who told me, keep the dinosaurs away from the mouth of the cave. They're messy. <clears throat> but we, plan, we continue to pray because we want to be able to get in China just like we're in those 197 other countries, okay, and open it up to other evangelical groups who are now closed out. So praise God that they're letting the Gideons in there. And look at those faces. Look at those smiling faces. Those are happy people who have been introduced to the Word of God because that's our job, is to introduce them to Jesus Christ. It's all our jobs. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing evil to even to dividing asunder, soul, and spirit. I want to bring it home a little bit. I've taken you to Ukraine, and I've taken you to China. But, you know, every church has been praying. People have been praying that we could get back into the schools. I remember when I was a child, the Gideons came around our school. Fifth grade was the year they came around and gave every child in the fifth grade a Bible. I remember that like it was yesterday. They won't let me in. They won't let anybody in except, you know what they can't do? They can't stop your children from witnessing to other children. Do you understand that I grew up in a Christian home and it all seems so alien to me, but only one in four children right now are, have any literacy, not, any literate knowledge of the Bible? One in four. That wasn't the case when I was a child, even though it was back in, you know, a long time ago. So, but they cannot stop your children from talking to them. So what we've done is we've taken the book of John and we've written it in a way that um, appeals more to the school-aged child. Now, I just want to read you a couple passages, a few passages from the book of John. Here's an example right here. I mean, from the Gideon, what, how they're have been affected by it. Okay, you're talking about when Jesus turned water into wine, his first miracle. A young man said, okay, let me get this straight. Jesus is at a party. He is making wine. Hmm, totally di different Jesus than I heard about. That got me thinking. Excuse me while I'm at I got it. Good. This is where that Jesus had the dove come and settling down onto him. Now, somebody that never had any exposure to God, that would be cool to see. People probably freaked.
when we're talking about Jesus healing the official son, one individual wrote, not sure my dad would believe even if he saw Jesus heal the kid. Kind of sad, isn't it? And the last one, this is where uh, we're talking about the, uh, healing the, the blind. It's hard to think about God blinding their eyes and hardening their hearts. I wish, I wish he'd soften my dad's heart. So we have these. Now, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, cost uh, the churches anything to order these. You get them. For nothing, and you can order as many as you want. You could order a thousand if you'd like, okay? But just to, okay, we talk about the numbers. It started off, that's okay. Uh, it had it up and it listed it there, but it started off in 2010 with 30,000, then it went to 60,000, then it went to 180,000, okay? In 2013, is 2.1 million. But I can tell you today, so far in 2017, we're about halfway through. They distributed almost 5 million of the life books. <clears throat> so not only is it great that we're getting this out, but we're getting our children involved in spreading the gospel, which I just think is wonderful. Okay. The next testimony is one of my favorites. Two missionaries, Bill and Betty Bray, they were heading off. They were heading off to the Romblin Islands. And they were really excited. So they get to the Romblin Islands. They get set up. They're anxious to go out the next day, start handing out tracts, start talking about Jesus. So they start going to all these different houses. And it was a small island at the time. And everybody they went to, they just wanted to fellowship with him because they were already saved. So they were just going in and they were eating and talking to Christ. But it turns out that this was, after World War II, a lifeboat, an empty lifeboat, floated up on the beach of that island. And one of the leaders of that island could read English. And he found this silent missionary and read it and was saved. And he took that and he went and started with his own family. And over a period of time, he saved everybody on that island. And they were starting to preach the gospel to other people in, on the surrounding islands. And I like this story so much because you understand that as soon as you put a Bible into somebody's hand. God is, and God in heaven is alert. They are ready. Whenever that individual opens that Bible up, the spirit of the living God is there and is ready to minister. But they won't minister until you read it. God has chosen that he wants us to do the introductions. And that's our job. We know that we don't save anybody. The spirit does. But the minute they read that word, the spirit of the living God can come in, speak to their hearts, transform their minds, 
and move them. So that's why I like this one so much, because it's just so different. Not even anybody was involved. No speaking words were involved in that first encounter. My last one is just, this is kind of a personal one. How many have heard of Mary Kay Beard? Mary Kay Beard was the only female safe cracker and bank robber of her time. Her and her husband were, were bank robbers and safe crackers, and they were wanted at one time by state authorities, federal authorities. They were wanted by the mafia, and they were on the FBI's Ted Most Wanted list. So when they were 27, they finally got caught, and she got thrown into an Alabama prison and she got thrown into solitary, and she, there was a Gideon Bible in there, and she just took it and put it under her mattress. Didn't even look at it. Well, one day in despair, she broke it out and started to read. Now, this is funny because where do you think she read? You'd think, well, it would be something in the New Testament, something that we're all familiar with. She read from Ezekiel. 3626, a new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you an heart of flesh. Isn't it funny that every sentence, every word in the Bible is important to somebody? Now, I will admit to you, I've read the Bible several times, but when I get to all the begats, and we go, begat, begat, begat. Now, I'll, I'm, you know, I'll confess again. I kind of go through there pretty fast. And in Leviticus, when they're telling me every excruciating detail about the Holy of Holies, I understand that. But you know what? There are biblical scholars. There are biblical historians that everything in there is important. So there's a line in there for everybody. That, that, piece of, that passage right there didn't have the same effect on me, but many times I read the same passage over and over, and every time I read it, God tells me something else. And I just think that's marvelous. But the key to Mary Kay Beard is she was saved, and she started Angel Tree Ministries. Do you know what Angel Tree Ministries is? That is the ministry, and it's the largest ministry of its kind where they create a bond between children and families of people who are in prison. And every year, it's like, let me make sure I get it, 2.7 million children are affected by that situation. Now, I had, Mark and I had the great pleasure of meeting Mary Kay. She was adorable. And she was funny. She got up and spoke and was talking about her early years and the trials and the tribulations but that was only a short part because most of her life was being a witness for Jesus Christ and helping with this angel tree because she just passed away just within the last year, I believe. But it was really, really a joy. I like to, I like to be a part of these testimonies and not make them feel like they're just coming into me from overseas someplace. But it made a huge, huge difference. Now, you might be asking, how can you help? 
How can you help the Gideons International? Well, you can pray. I always like to pause there because we're in church. Everybody says, oh, you always say that. But I guarantee you, if there wasn't prayer, we wouldn't be in the Ukraine saving a beautiful 10-year-old girl. And we would not be handing out Bibles in China that were printed in China. I know myself that there's, I have a darkness in my life. I tell my family, I tell my pastor, and I tell my Gideon brothers. Prayer is important. So please pray for the Gideons. Because James uh, 5.16 says, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, if you want to, you can support us financially. Every penny that you give to Gideon's International goes to either the printing or the distributing of Bibles. The Gideons pay all the uh, administrative costs. Now, there are, let me get this fact straight. There are roughly 270,000 Gideons and Auxiliary in the world. 270,000. There are 53. The last time I talked to a vice president um, from the Gideons International, there's only 53 paid positions in the whole organization. As you can understand, you have to have some people that are accounted for the money, that are taking care of the printing, getting things shipped around, that can't be. Everybody else is a volunteer. When, these, when those gentlemen arrived in Russia, they paid their own way. So every penny you give goes to either the printing or the distribution of those Bibles. A Bible like this <coughs> excuse me, costs $5 to print and distribute. Our little silent missionaries here, and we have several varieties. We have the camouflage ones that we give to the servicemen, and that's the only organization where the Gideons don't hand them to somebody because they're in the military service. We don't have that on-station access, so we work with the chaplains for them to distribute them, <coughs> excuse me, unless they're in our local area. But that's the only place where we don't hand them over personally. And these are $1.30. In here, we have, they have Psalms and Proverbs, and there is a plan to salvation in there so that somebody said, well, what do I do? You know, they, they read and they want to get to know Jesus, and it tells them in the back, here's some simple, simple things you do, because you all know it's very simple to give your heart to Jesus. It's very simple. And it makes a difference. The third thing you can do is you Gideon, uh, Gideon cards. Now, will it, is that video, can we get it to run? We're going to stop right now and watch a little video on Gideon cards to give you an idea of exactly what it is, okay? You want to give them a special gift, one that's unique, one that will last. But in a world of temporary... What can you give? Give a Gideon card, the greeting card that changes everything. Gideon cards are beautiful expressions of faith, hope, and love. 
But Gideon cards give you a unique way to share a gift of lasting significance with those you love. Unlike other greeting cards, Gideon cards are actually free. And when you give a Gideon card, you donate scriptures that God can use to change lives for eternity. And the process is simple. Choose your card, write your note, send your card, and donate Bibles. Each year, Gideon's placed some 90 million scriptures into the hands of people in over 195 countries all over the world. People who need the kind of change that only God can bring. I picked up a Gideon's Bible and read it and became immediately peaceful um, in a way that I had never experienced at the time. The next occasion you have to honor someone special Give them a Gideon card and change a life. Give a voice to your faith in times of joy and sorrow, reflection and celebration, prayer and thanksgiving. Share a Gideon card to express your faith, encourage others, and change lives for eternity. So don't wait. Give the greeting card that changes everything. Send a Gideon card online at sendtheword.org or select a card from the display in your church. Either way, you can give a special gift that's unique and will last. Gideon cards, send the word and change a life. Visit sendtheword.org today. Gideon cards, send the word and change a life. have Gideon cards for Christmas, Easter, birthdays, graduations, <clears throat> excuse me, deaths. Now, we would really appreciate it if you'd just give us a thought because, you know, you see a lot of these, please don't send flowers, send money in care of. Well, what, a, what greater gift could you give at the birth of Christ than to dedicate Bibles and, uh, by doing it? And it's very simple. There's a packet in there. They're free. They're very nice cards. And it's easy to, uh, it's easy to do, use it. So we would just really hope that you would consider us. If, any, if there's anybody out there that's interested in being a Gideon, where uh, we could always use the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. It's always like that, isn't it? So we could always use members that might be interested in being Gideons. Pastor, Bailey, I want to thank you so much for inviting us here today. And I want to thank all of you out there. You've been a wonderful congregation. And thank you for being so attentive. And may the good Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you.